from was read just before eloquently by my young friend Malachians 3 verse 5 to 17 now this subject or this topic it is so topical today and it is so fluid and so real the way of righteous living. Because although some of us are in the church, our life does not mirror us anything of being righteous. Amen, church? Even when, it, when I speak and it is truth and you might not like it, you still can say amen. You must say amen, amen. to the truth of God. So today, as Paul wrote, if a man being in Christ, he is a new creation, he becomes a new creation or a new creature. All old things are passed away and behold, all things become new. Let us pray. Lord, Heavenly Father, Almighty God, we thank you again for this day that you have given us. A day that we can come and worship you and honor you and hear your word. Lord, we thank you for the open doors. We thank you for this church hoping again, Lord. Lord, today I pray as your man's servant that whatever I speak will be just said, the Lord. So I ask for your empowerment through your Holy Spirit. And I pray as your word go forth, that hearts will be cut, and life will be saved, and life will be changed. In Jesus' name, I ask and pray. Amen. Today, as I look at this background of this text, or this historical background of this text, I want to say the focus is on the church and this Galatian church had a lot of problems in this church hence Paul wrote to this church. Paul wrote to this church while he was imprisoned in Rome and he wrote this letter this epistle to this church. 
Likewise, we have churches in this world today that has some of the problems that this Colossian church has. There was in this church false teaching and heresy in this church. And don't, for one, believe that false teaching and heresies are long gone from our churches. They still exist. Amen, church? Amen. So there were false teaching and heresy in this church. Now, let me list some of them that Paul had to deal with. Jewish legalism, paganism, Nazism, Greek philosophy, mysticism, Sabbath and dietary ordinance, circumcisions. Those were some of the heresies that Paul had to deal with when he arrived to this church. It was a diverse church with Jews and also Gentiles. As I said to you, Paul wrote this epistle from prison. Paul in this epistle, in this letter, emphasized the significance as Christ, as Lord of creation and the church. So what Paul was indicating to them here, instead of you get caught up with all of these heresies and false doctrine, the emphasis and the significance should be on Christ Jesus as Lord of creation and Lord of the church. Amen, church? Amen. So today, as I go through the outline, as I go through the outline, I go through the outline of this text in, Coloss in, in, in Colossians, I hope that your heart will be blessed tremendously. And I want to start in this outline looking at verse 1 to verse 4 before the young lady didn't read from verse 1 to verse 4. But I just want to add this here today. Verse 1 to verse 4 deals with the certainty of our calling. And one of the problems in our churches today, why these false teachings and heresies have crept into our churches, some of us does not know the certainty of our calling. We don't believe some of us, that we were called by God. Every Christian has a calling. Every Christian was called. Amen. It's not only the pastor and the deacons are called. Every Jack, every Iota Christian is called by God into service. Amen, church? Amen. So Paul appeal. Become what you are, what you already are by the grace of God. The Christian is risen with Christ. Let him exhibit or show that new life. So Paul is saying here, by the grace of God, you are called to be a Christian. And that you are risen 
You are quick to know with Christ Jesus. So you must display this newness. That you are something different from the world. That you are filled with the Holy Spirit and you have acquired the imputed righteousness of Christ Jesus. So you must live righteous. Amen, Amen church. Amen. Paul went on and he said, set your minds and things above not on earthly things. And you know, as I hear sister, my sister here was reading the notices and all of these things and talking about the Advent, you begin the Advent of Christ Jesus. Next week, we're knowing the Utah Caesar. And some Christian righteousness will, the yellow sand will be thrown out of the window. Because through the Utah season, we acquire the culture of the deer and we want to get involved. Talk to me, no man. So we celebrate Christmas the wrong way. We celebrate the advent the event of Christ coming to this world the wrong way. Talk to me, the church, it's just like Easter. Hallelujah. I don't know about now, but when carnival hot and just come in. Some of righteousness gone. Because Easter Monday, when you try to do it by Easter Monday or whatever, no, it was Easter Sunday before. You might have drive on the road and see that you see some of your members, they be a referee in the yellow side, in all of the excitement. I jump up and down. Somebody not even come to church, did you? Yeah. And some come to church and die for pass and don't preach to go to the road there. Don't jump up and down with them. So I'm saying to you, Paul is saying, set your mind, Christians and things are of from above than earthly things. It's about righteous living. Amen, Amen church. Amen. Then Paul said here, when Christ come, we will appear with him. We die with him. Your life is now hidden with Christ in God. So you become a part of Christ. Christ is in you, and you supposed to abide in Christ. Amen. Amen. Mm. This church only by problems, you know. So Paul had to dealt with it forcefully. Now, verse five to verse seventeen. Let us look at this outline here, and it is dealing with the characteristic of our calling. Paul here said, "You are called." By Christ in service, you must put to death the sinful ways. This is a church. We are mortal man. And we do sin. But what Paul is talking about here 
is the Christian who just sing galang, galang, galang song. The Christian when I grew up. Yeah. He said, put to death the sinful ways. Separate yourself from the deeds of the whole nature. Rid yourself of them. You can't dip in the water and come out back. Not a new person. You want to do the same thing. You can't do those things. Paul list out some of them here. He said what? Sexual immorality. Impurity. Lust. Evil desires. Greed. Which is idolatry. You focus on these things. Otherwise than Christ Jesus. Set your mind on Christ Jesus. And the things from above. Mm. You think that's it? I'm going to church, you know? Hmm? It's because I only believe the church inside here. Some of them think I'm a police so I can't even go in depth in them. But you know them. Read yourself because of these, the wrath of God is coming. That is what Paul's, Paul wants here. So he said, get rid of them. You are now a Christian. Get rid of it. And today, I just want to look at just a couple of perspectives here about righteous living. If you don't live right, as Paul said to them, the wrath of God will come down on you. Christ's judgment will come down on you. Because you should know better. You are a Christian, but you're not making any effort to live a righteous life. So the judgment of Christ will come down on you. Two, when you live righteously, you can evangelize the world. You can tell the world about Jesus. I can tell the world about him. And you, you, you can sing proudly and walk proudly and tell anybody about Jesus Christ because you have credibility, because you are living a righteous life. So righteous living will cause you to evangelize the world. It doesn't make sense you dress up and you come to church in a pretty clothes and you know no testimony. When you go out in the street, people say you are fake, you can't chat to nobody about Christ. Because the life that you live as a Christian is far from Christ. And in our churches today, Christian living has become a way of our culture. It's the culture the day that dictates our Christianity. It is so sad. We are the alternative to the world and we allow the culture of the world and our society to dictate our life. It's all about righteousness, righteousness over culture. Amen, church. Amen. 
Mm. Nowadays, righteousness to our young people and others become a place of relativity. It's relative. You can't tell me what to call righteousness. That's what I'm telling you. Righteousness is about goodness to them now. It has taken over holy righteousness. So I'm saying to you, it's not about goodness. It's about being holy righteous. There are many people who have done good deeds, but they are sinners. They don't know Jesus. They have not been saved by the grace of God. There is not a calling on their life by God, but they still do good. You have been called by God to live a righteous life, to show it, to display that you were crucified and quick and risen with Christ. So it's all about Christ. Amen. To live is Christ. And to die is gain. Don't make it be a tragedy while you're alive. You are not living like Christ. Amen, church? Amen. So righteousness is something that you want to take off the whole self. You can't have the whole self by your whole sinful ways operating in this whole sinful ways and say that you are righteous. And say that the imputed righteousness of Christ is upon you. That's a fallacy. That is false. And you have many people in our churches today continue to live with the whole nature, the whole nature of sin. Put on the new self. The new nature or the capacity of righteousness. Mm. Continual, continual renewal is necessary that you may may have the sinful ways be rid of. You get rid of it. Full domination over the sinful ways. So if you have continual renewal in Christ Jesus, you will become righteous. Paul said, I die to sin daily. You must get up every day and say, God, by your grace, help me to kill a sin today. Help me to die to a sin today so I can gain your imputed righteousness of your son, Christ Jesus. Are we doing that, church? Are we just a galang song? Some of you are galang like Lego bees. We just run in a church and run out back anywhere. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. You are now Christ, I'm sorry, righteousness takes you into the knowledge of Christ Jesus. That's what it does, church. Be holy brings compassion, 
kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, bearing of each other, forgiveness, love, and perfect harmony. That is what Paul arms of the church of in Colossians. He asked them to what? Be holy. Holiness is the heart of the day in our churches. No entertainment. Because some things we are going in a church now. Edification fling out a door. Holiness fling out a door and be entertainment. When anyone else comes to go stole off inside there, you know, have a party, have a grand time. It's about righteousness. Not entertainment. Be holy. The church of God must be holy. The church of God brings compassion to those who come to them. The church of God must display kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, and we're bearing with each other. That's righteousness. You can't talk about your righteous and you come in a church and you keep malice. Your sister partner chat and sister Lana. The whole time in a church in that valley say the word, you just look over there and say, watch her, watch her. And you just skin up your face and whatever. If she ever touch you, maybe five block in a church. Be here with each other. That's what righteousness takes us to. Look out for those who are struggling and those who need help. Forgiveness, and Paul put it so wonderfully, love in perfect unity. Sometimes you go into some church, you know, you can feel no, that no love, no, you know, people hide up by you the whole time, you know. Yeah, man, if you ever come in a church when Mary, you know, you know, so look, you know, look so good, you know, stand so good. Maybe your clothes are right or your shoes are right. I they know you. Where would I go? The same ordinance where Paul talk about. Maybe the person might get up and decide to take communion or whatever. Whatever I want to have in a church. And that person don't dare ever go up there. That's how we behave sometimes in church, not all churches. So we are love in perfect unity. Paul spoke about the peace of Christ must rule in our hearts. You might somehow we are war boat man. Champion fighter from primary school. Champion tracer. Now peace to the day. Hey, you think I do this? Sometimes you know where we are for most of all in a church food. <laughs> May I tell you? Keep some man. And food that they have something to share out good. Or whatever. I say people don't manage people for that. Because yes. yes. we don't have the peace of Christ in our hearts. Sometimes you know, poor thing, like a sister, she's so overwhelmed because she alone and do everything. Forget you. Yeah. And take too long for serving your back, sit down. 
Maybe she had tried stretching it for food. I said, you as a church member, and I said, because the community come. And she might just like, try to get somebody that the community does a two spoon and rice more. And you cuss her off and body side, look where you put it on my plate. Where is the peace of Christ? Church, it must rule in her heart. Be thankful that the church is doing something. Always be thankful. That is a part of righteous living. You can't be ungrateful. Be thankful of what God has provided for you and your church. And he said, let the word of Christ dwell in you. Teach and admonish one another in wisdom. Oh my God. Teach and admonish. But first, for you to admonish anybody, you make sure that the word of Christ is dwelling in you. Because sometimes we want to teach and admonish, but the wisdom of Christ, we don't seek the wisdom of Christ how to do that. But righteousness will bring you to that place. Continue renewing of yourself will give you the imputed righteousness of Christ that you have this wisdom that you can teach with love and admonish with love. And you can teach people of the world like that. So take off the old self and put on the new self. You must become a new man, a new creation. Listen, the kingdom of God can't advance if you continue with the old self. Yes. Cannot. Let me tell you something. You think people in our world are food? Mm -hmm. Then see you're faster than the people in our church. Yes. Watch how all hypocrites they are come. Where, 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 where am I go? Yeah. Where she am go? Yes. You're going to start singing this song off for you. Like, I will see a culture and I want. See the hypocrites, they back all along there. <laughs> yeah? So I'm saying to you, you must have the imputed righteousness of Christ's church to advance the kingdom. To affect your community. Make people talk good at you. Make people can't say me know him or know she when she was the old man or the old woman, bad old merchant, whatever, whatever. But now she's changed. He has changed. He was gone, man. Now he's saying Christ he is no righteous. She is no righteous. Amen, church. Have good testimony. Throw away the old man and take on the new man. Amen, church. Throw away the old man, man. The old man is not a no part of the kingdom of God. Paul also say, do the things in the name of Jesus. Represent him with his approval. But do it in the name of Jesus. It's often overused. Many times, you have people who now live the righteous life, everything in the name of Jesus. Yeah, man, we do it. Yeah? It is after you over you sometimes you get out in a spirit and learn how to do all the right thing. That's not true righteousness. 
So as Paul is saying here, do it in the name of Jesus Christ in every sense. Operate like you have his approval. No, 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 not even like you have his approval. From you are operating righteously. He said that all authority have been given unto me in heaven and on earth. So go, go on the perform, go and tell the people. Tell the people about me, I approve it. I give you all authority, all authority I give you because it has been given unto me by the Father. Yeah. So do it in the name of Jesus. So church today, righteousness should be the order of the day. Now let me quickly apply what this text has been saying to us in our contemporary living today. One, as we talk to one of my people, put death to the death, put death to the sinful nature, the whole nature. Kill it. Kill it. See Christ fervently. Give him surrender. Totally give your life over to him. Make him run it. Put it to death. It's a process. I'm not going to tell you that tomorrow morning. God. But continuous renewal with Christ Jesus each morning will put your sinful ways and desire to death. Take off the whole self by renewing your mind and knowledge in Christ. Paul spoke about it in Romans 10, 12, sorry. By the renewing of your minds. Renew your mind. Have full dominion over sin because you are led by the Holy Spirit in Christ Jesus. Amen. Put on the new. But you know the funniest thing about this, Brother Richards? We love new things, you know. Who said they love new things? Christmas are come. <laughs> love new things that we get a show off, yellow and whatever. Then when you throw the old man sin and become a child of God, so and somebody become righteous, just show it after man. Yes. Yes. And the new things sometimes coming like with no love. And that should be the new thing that you love more. What? You love a shoes or a dress or whatever over Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. He made the provision for you. So that you can get a new dress or a new clothes. And then you try to look by in a church with your one frack Christmas man. And then you come and you look pretty. You walk. And when some people are saying, you just mark upon them and I go around and I show off your pretty dress and your pretty clothes. Show off my name with Christ Jesus too. Amen. 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 I want to a Christian man. I don't matter about one of them, I mark upon them about Christ Jesus, you know. Yeah, man. You are now a new creation. You know, take on the image of Christ Jesus. I don't understand. You know. We don't know who Christ Jesus is. Just, just for one minute, look at who Christ is. 
And that is what you become now because it's imputed it's righteousness is upon you. There can be nothing better than that. No clothes, no shoes, no jewelry, no money, nothing. You are now like Christ. You are Christ-like. So what we are going like we're afraid for? Show it off. Be holy. There must be a separation from an unclean an exercise of, vir of the virtue of God. You must do that, church. Let the peace of Christ reign in our hearts, church, because you can't say you're righteous and you're war about. You must do that as a Christian. Hallelujah. Do all things is in his name. Christ is our Lord and Savior. He gave us the power. Remember, you know, your mandate is to tell people, is to evangelize, tell people about Jesus so that they can get saved. And you can't come to them and righteous, they will see you from a distance. So you must acquire this newness. Let the word of Christ dwell in you. Let the word of Christ lead you. Too much thing I leave in all this. That's why sometimes in our church as them jump up and clap certain way. You are led. All entertainment. Now, if you want to start a church, then it can do well. Just start some entertainment tonight. And say, church around. It's about righteousness, my friend. So I'm saying to you, let Christ Jesus lead you. Let him dwell in you. And in closing, today, let us take off again your old self. Take it off. If you, still, if you come inside yourself with your old self this morning, when you step out, flee off. Put on the new self, which is the imputed righteousness of Christ Jesus. Become righteous, my friend. So that we can enlarge the kingdom of God. Let your light shine before men. You hear that? Let your light shine before men that, you may, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. You can't say, what is sense of a church and the church full of the unrighteous people? Nobody knows how to come to the church. I better you lucky to go to the entertainment center. Your job is to win souls. And you can only win souls and affect souls by living a life of righteousness. Be holy. Peter said, be ye holy, because I am holy. So God is telling us that we can reach there if we take off the old man, put on the new, the new self, and he will give us his son, imputed righteousness, Christ Jesus. Let peace again reign in your hearts every day. And finally, let the word of God dwell in your hearts today. When the word of God dwells in our hearts, I can tell you that the church will achieve more. The church will have credibility. 
that people can say this is a church that has people with righteousness. And my young friends, as I'm about to close, righteousness is not a relative process. It is an absolute process. So you can't water down righteousness if it's not righteous, it's just a righteous. And your righteousness standards come from the word of God. So when you go there, my young friend, and you hear people in some worldview talking about other things, to the way of God or to the way of righteousness, you must push back against it. So let the word of God dwell in your hearts today as you leave this church so that you can gain the righteousness of God and can begin to live a righteous life. I thank you the word for hearing the word of God. To see you hide and lift it up, shining in the light of